is up, everybody? Welcome to Ringmasters Podcast. We have our post-Royal Rumble show for you this week. We have the first pay-per-view of 2017, and a lot of things are in place. A lot of pieces on the board are moving towards WrestleMania 33. Jameson, I am joined, as always, by Jameson Galloway. Jameson, how we doing? Doing great, as always, Grant, and we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. Yes. It's a fun time right now. Yes, things are happening. Uh, we said that last week, yeah. but now things are actually happening. Yeah, big things. And we had a pretty great week of wrestling overall. And, we really did. Uh, I'm usually the critical wrestling guy, and uh, I really enjoyed Raw and SmackDown and uh, the Royal Rumble, of course. Uh, well, I think we both have some thoughts on that. Yep. So let's just jump right into the Rumble. We've uh, saved our thoughts. We haven't talked any about it at all. We saved it for the air. Yeah, we had that discussion. Like, should yeah. we talk about this? Nope, nope. We got to save it all for the air so we don't just, you know... Get it all out of the way. You know, we actually want to, you know, we don't want to just, like, ruin all the all the hype that we had going or however that justification <laughs> works. All right, let's get into the Rumble. So, okay. um, the pre-show. Did you watch the pre-show? I watched a little bit of it. I, I kind of, uh, I, I missed the Sasha Banks, um, Nia Jax match. Um, what other, what, what else is on the pre-show? We had the, the six-woman tag. I watched a little bit of that, but no, I didn't catch a whole lot of the pre-show. Um, that's understandable. Yeah. Uh, I watched the pre-show, um... It was a kickoff match. We had the six-woman tag, and you were right. Yeah. The faces won. Yeah. Uh, very important call that you made. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's the biggest uh, prediction I've <laughs> yeah. ever made. That's one of the bigger calls we got right because we yeah. got a ton of stuff wrong. Yeah, that's all That's all I could think about while watching the entire show was, yep, didn't get that right, didn't get that. But, I mean, that's what we do here at a podcast. you got to go out on a limb, and yeah. hopefully you get it right sometimes. Yeah, or, or not, or, or whatever. Not. Oh, yeah. But the wrestling goes on. So uh, Naomi hit a split-legged moonsault on Alexa Bliss, and she pinned the women's champion, Jameson. That's the only wow. way we build title contenders these days. Naomi, talk about uh, some some big wins lately. She's uh, She's been rolling. She's feeling that glow. <laughs> she is. I'm glad you're on board now. Yeah, I'm on board. Does that mean you're on board? Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit more. I'm worried that she's actually winning matches instead of all the focus just is on her entrance. So yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, you're going to love it when she has a two-minute match and does her entire five-minute yeah, entrance, though. exactly. So, uh, anyway, moving on after that, um, there's also Mickey James's first pay-per-view back. Um, she was okay in the match, but, uh, you know, good to see her on there, too. There's a lot of feuds that were continuing, so it wasn't a totally pointless match, and it was pretty good work from everybody. So, all right, our other kickoff tag team match shockingly ended without any any sort of uh, screwery. <laughs> Uh, and the club defeated Sheamus and Cesaro, uh, and he rolled up Cesaro with a handful of tights, but that's basically expected in tag team matches yeah. because this entire feud was built upon who can cheat better, and the club cheated better than Sheamus and Cesaro because they had feuded with New Day for longer and they knew how to do it. Right. That's yep. the story. The the club finally has some WWE gold around their waist, which is, uh, I think, deserved. After losing... 18,000 yeah, title matches seriously. to everybody. And everybody, I mean the other two tag teams on Raw, Sheamus <laughs> and Cesaro and the New Day. They finally got the gold. So they might actually become a thing now that Finn Balor is uh, looking to come back. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to his return, whenever that is. And uh, now that AJ Styles is uh, once again embroiled in a title feud with John Cena. So, good things for them. Possibly. Hopefully. Anything but what we got last year. So... <laughs> And uh, the match you missed, the kickoff match, Nia Jax murdered poor Sasha Banks. Just crushed her. Uh, she was main eventing pay-per-views like two months ago. I would say she was the biggest loser of the night was Sasha Banks. Yeah, she was a former three-time champion, yeah. could not defend any of those three championships once, and is now getting squashed in the pre-show. 
Not good. Yeah, what happened? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I'm sure they, they couldn't just have Charlotte and Sasha fight each other every single night for the next five years, even though we'd probably still enjoy it. Oh, but, but they can. We, uh, I don't know where Sasha's going here. She supposedly is hurt again on Raw, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't exactly know where they're going with that story. Again, I don't know if Nia Jax is exactly um, ready for the, the, the big-time spot in women's wrestling, but we'll see. Hopefully Sasha, she's a good enough wrestler. She's going to make it back up there no matter what. Yeah, well, maybe they can bring Emma up and have Ooh. them feud. There you go. And then uh, now we're booking. Yeah, we can get Emma back on there. We can get well, Summer Rae is actually injured too. We can get some more people out there who. We actually didn't get unless I missed it. We didn't get a Emma promo on on Tuesday, did we? Or, or yeah, Monday? we didn't even get a promo. No. Not only did she not come back after the Rumble, like I talked about and completely lied about, and you know, not meaning to, but not true at all. Uh, we didn't even get a promo, so they might have just completely oh, given God. up. I don't know. <laughs> What, three months of promos and vignettes, and then they just, nothing. That was more than three months. That was about yeah. half, that was a half a year at least. Yeah. All right, we, we, I'm, I'm fired up. We got to get in this Royal yeah. Rumble All right, talk. yeah, yeah, we got, we got to, we got to buzz through yeah. this. All right, so, um, uh, for our WWE Universal Championship match, it was Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns with Chris Jericho suspended in a shark cage. Really good match, uh, between the two of them. Kevin Owens killed his poor self, falling onto pyramids of chairs. Oh, yeah. And, uh, just getting crushed and trying to work an exciting match with Roman Reigns. And Kevin Owens was able to get the pin after Braun Strowman interfered. Didn't see that coming. Slammed Reigns onto two tables, and uh, then he was able to retain his championship. Yeah, that was this was a great match. I, I loved it. Didn't see Braun coming out. Um, you called the, the Jericho dropping a, a weapon from the cage even though it's already happened. You said you should have just left that. You should have just been like, yeah, I think that's going to happen. I would have freaked out. But since they've already done that in NXT, it wasn't that big of a deal that you called that. But um, <laughs> Thanks, thanks. I guess. <laughs> yes, I, don't, I don't know how to take that. Backhanded compliment there. Yeah. Um, but I love this match. This was definitely my favorite Roman Reigns match in a long time. And actually what he did on Raw, is he, he's working heel now? I mean, pretty much what he's doing is... Well, he's certainly not a face. No. So... He's just kind of in this, especially when he did in the in the Royal Rumble match um, with eliminating Undertaker. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I think things are going in the right direction for Roman Reigns. I'm not I'm not down on him this week. Okay, I might yeah. be. But I, I I love the match though. The Universal Championship match was a lot of fun. It was super good. Even Byron Saxton even acknowledged on air. He said, "Well, Kevin Owens always cheats to win." He said <laughs> something like that. It's yeah. like doesn't matter who it is. All these matches end the same way. It's like even even they even they know it. Right. So, you know, I mean, a good match though. I mean, for what it was. Yeah. Um, we had our cruiserweight championship match, and Jameson, I'm gonna have to eat some humble pie on this one because I said Neville is gonna get one of the bigger pops of the night. <laughs> I was so wrong. Everybody was in the bathroom when Neville yep. came out. No, that was definitely a, a popcorn match. You could see even fans in the background walking in as the match is getting over with. Which is unfortunate, but you got to expect, I mean, there's going to be that kind of match on the card where people are going to go get their popcorn, and that happened to be the match. But it was a great match. I mean, yeah, you guys put on some good stuff there. And Neville was a big winner on Sunday. He yes. and Now he, the king of the cruiserweights. Yes, now the king of the cruiserweights. And it only got better on Monday for him. So, it did. Uh, all right, rolling into the match of the night in a walk just ran away with it was John Cena and AJ Styles. 
and the big news here is that Cena hit a super attitude adjustment, rolled through into two more attitude adjustments, and captured his 16th world title, tying Ric Flair's record. Um, phenomenal match. John Cena must have watched Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That was, my, think, that was what I was thinking during this. Oh, I think he definitely watched Wrestle Kingdom. I think since Wrestle Kingdom, everybody's stepped up their game a little bit in the WWE. But wow, does it, it doesn't get much better than the match we saw against Styles and Cena, especially for those two. People say possibly one of Cena's better matches ever. It's tough to say that in the moment when we, uh, you know, when he's been here for a decade. But wow, what a what a match! These two guys just incredible. Um, all the finishers that they go through. Cena's. I mean, every time I see the Styles clash, I think Cena's gonna break his neck, uh, or anybody's <laughs> that's in that move is gonna break their neck. But um, wow, yeah, it was pretty incredible. And John Cena ties Ric Flair. The uh, what a moment! I, I I predicted it was going to happen at, at the chamber, but this was the time for it, and they definitely stole the show. Yes, by far. Um, the pace of this match too. I know I don't. Uh, the moves they all did were great, especially Cena, who's continuing to add to his move set and is the fifteenth year of his career, uh, which is awesome. AJ Styles is one of the best in the world, if not the very best. But the pace that they cut, it was so quick, and the selling was good too. But just it was relentless. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It it was just. Really, the best competitive main event WWE match you can ask for. So, definitely the best match they've done this year so far. That might—that's not—I don't—that's not sarcasm at all. It's, but it's—we uh, may have had our match of the year. Yeah, so already. Yeah, that—that's uh, going to be tough to top those two, and especially all the hype coming into it, all the great promos. Their promo work was amazing, and for the match to exceed those expectations, it's very rare when we see—is that those good of promos. Um, leading up to the the pay-per-view and then them to just outperform everyone. Um, pretty incredible. Yeah, it was a feud that made both guys better. Yep. You, we need more of that. Normally, we can't even get one guy over. Right. We Okay, so speaking of not getting one guy over, let's talk about the Royal Rumble, Jameson. Okay. Let's the match. Let's get into this. 30 participants, but only one winner. Yeah. And that winner was Randy Orton. Randy won his second Orton. Royal Rumble by RKOing. Reigns mid spear and then throwing him out, much to the delight of the crowd. I don't even think we mentioned Randy Orton's name in the last podcast. Um, Interestingly enough, the odds all shifted on yeah. Wednesday, the day that we said that. They all shifted towards Randy Orton, which is always a, a weird. There's something going on because somebody knows something, but I, you know, definitely didn't expect it. But when Roman Reigns comes out at thirty. And you have to see who's in the Royal Rumble. I think I reacted the same way the San Antonio crowd did. <laughs> I'm like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna have Roman Reigns win this Royal Rumble, are they? And then Randy Orton eliminates him. Everybody pops. Yes, wow. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Randy Orton just won the Royal Rumble. Like, <laughs> wait what? a minute, wait a minute. Where, where are they exactly going with this? But hey, at least it's not Roman Reigns, so yeah. we're happy. It wasn't Randy Orton getting the biggest pop in the world. It yeah. was Roman Reigns yep. not getting the biggest <laughs> pop in the world. It was great. Um, so if you want to get Randy Orton over at the Rumble, that's a pretty good way to do it. Honestly, as hugely disappointing as that was, and mostly because the the way the rest of the Rumble was staffed. Not staff, but just who the wrestlers. Uh, there were really no surprises. No surprises at all. Yeah, I mean Ty Dillinger, who you didn't know, right? But most people had expected it because his his catchphrase that he's a perfect ten in NXT. So he comes out at number ten, and he got one of the biggest pops I think of any entrance because people were so happy to see him. But really, it was no Joe, no Kurt Angle, no Kenny Omega. 
no, no, nobody like DDP or anyone who occasionally come back, no Jerry Lawler, no JB. Like there really just weren't any surprises and they saved all of the, uh, all of the big feuds until about the last seven spots. Yeah. That that's what, um, kind of saved the rumble, but yeah, there's been a lot of people I've, I've heard that weren't real happy with the with the Rumble match itself. No surprises. Even just in the middle of the match, there were no big spots. Um, Kofi Kingston's spot on the, the ring post looked... Good God. Painful. It Good looked God. really painful. He killed himself. Um, other than that, there wasn't really a big moment until, I mean, once you get um, the people entering, you know, Goldberg, Undertaker, Lesnar, and then Reigns as a surprise. It. Uh, I mean, it, it was it worked for me. I wasn't, I didn't, the Rumble didn't finish and I was like, wow, that was terrible. Um, it was just, uh, it definitely didn't live up to the undercard. The undercard was better. I, I think yeah. that the Universal Championship match and the WWE Championship match were definitely better than the Royal Rumble match itself. But, um, yeah, I, we, I, I thought Undertaker or Goldberg or someone would win out of that three that was on Raw, but that didn't happen. We were all wrong. We were wrong. Every single one of our maybe predictions was wrong. We tried to cover for ourselves, but we were still wrong. What uh what what did you think when um when when Goldberg gets eliminated, Lesnar gets eliminated, and then Undertaker gets eliminated? I thought, wow. Uh I guess I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I mean the Wrestling Observer newsletter reported that Randy Orton had the best odds going in. Uh Dave Meltzer was the one who broke that I believe and so I was wondering whether or not they'd change it because so many people know. Because nowadays when they think everybody knows the finish of a match, they change it regardless of whether or not that's the best thing to do. So I was wondering, are they going to give it to Bray Wyatt here? They're not going to give it to Roman Reigns. That little that part of my brain said they might give it to Roman yeah. Reigns here. but Well, because that's how he's been booked. I, I saw a tweet um, that said, in Vince's eyes, it should have been uh, Reigns wins the Universal Championship then enters the Rumble, wins the Rumble, and then goes over to SmackDown, wins the Elimination Chamber match, is the undisputed champion going into WrestleMania, and then beats The Undertaker, ending his career. He beats himself going into WrestleMania. Roman Reigns yes. versus Roman Reigns. Seriously, that, that's how Vince would have booked Roman Reigns if he had the choice. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's why everybody, I think, was so happy to see Randy Orton win the Rumble. But now what? Now where do they go from here with Randy Orton as he's guaranteed to have the main event? at WrestleMania as of right now? Well, they can undo a lot of it at Elimination Chamber, which is part of the idea, I think, is to have a course correction at Elimination Chamber. We can have exactly who we want to have and develop those feuds one last time on the blue brand before going into WrestleMania. So I believe that is the idea there. Okay, so is this just ultimately leading to Bray versus Randy? It's looking like it. It wouldn't... uh, Good God, I hope they don't do Cena versus Randy. That's what everybody's afraid of. Okay. The wrestling world is afraid of that because we've seen it so many times. But that's what, that was the first thought because Cena's champion at the moment. But, yeah, it almost looks like it's a setup that Bray wins at the chamber and then it's Bray and Randy at WrestleMania, which would make sense. But it seems like when everything makes sense, we get swerved. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it makes it, – no, it doesn't make sense. It's like – I'm not really sure. Bray deserves the title, though, I think. He, yeah, like... He's been... It sort of blows my mind why they didn't have Bray just win here. Yeah. And I feel like people could get behind that. But I don't know. It, it sort of confused me when I really thought about it. When I got over the euphoria of watching this entitled jerk 
get eliminated from the Rumble from the spot that he must have beaten somebody up in the parking lot for because he already had a Universal Championship <laughs> match the same night. How did he end up in the Rumble? Did someone else give him their spot? Why didn't Seth Rollins come in and take somebody's spot? That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Seth Rollins should have been on that card. He's, I'm, that's another big surprise and something I wasn't happy about. How do you not have Seth Rollins do anything there? I realize he was on TakeOver the night before, but um, I guess we got that payoff on Raw. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it. Uh, yeah, um, I don't really know. Uh, his his bit on TakeOver was pretty good Yeah, with was. the security. That was, was a really good way to uh, have him crash the party and come and uh, interrupt Triple H when he's trying to conduct his masterpiece of NXT uh, live events, which is really where Triple H has put his heart and soul in the last few years. So from a character perspective, it was really great. Mm -hmm. But from a booking perspective, no, like your storyline should account for one of your top guys being there. Right. And, and okay, he doesn't have to win or anything like that, but. And how often do people get banned from the building and then just not show up? Don't they always show up when they get banned from the building? Yeah. Like, not to just compare everybody to Stone Cold Steve Austin, but if you ban Stone Cold Steve Austin from the building, he was going to be in the building <laughs> even more than he was before. With a milk truck or a beer truck or yeah, he's something. Yeah, he's coming with backup. A quad, yeah. With a with a pool cue or a yeah. couple of chairs <laughs> or Mick Foley or who, or whatever. Like, you, you can't possibly stop him. Like, shouldn't you book your top guy as a guy who cannot be dissuaded by this evil overlord Triple H? Right. But uh, we'll get more into weird character stuff between the two of them when we talk about Raw. But I think that might have been a mistake. Um, I would have loved to have seen it go to somebody completely random as opposed to Orton. And Orton's been killing it on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, He's been doing good. Nothing wrong. John Cena has been awesome on SmackDown, but their matches are never as good as you think they're going to be. They're they're not really no, yeah. bad, but they're not... They're not great. Like I remember the, the yeah the ladder match for the to, to unify the titles right was it Randy Orton versus John Cena and that match didn't live up to the hype and the I Quit match yep. was just Randy Orton beating John Cena with a kendo stick for forty five minutes until John Cena locked in the STF but yeah so I'm not sure about the possibility of that and I don't even know if they're sure but I mean hey it's a, we got we got a couple months so there's plenty of time to uh, undo the damage or possibly. Make uh, make it the best John Cena Randy Orton thing you could possibly make. <laughs> so either one or the other, you know. So uh, hopefully that works out for everybody. But overall, it was a solid show. It was um, the Rumble itself. I actually enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Strowman was awesome. Uh, Goldberg was killing people. That yep. was fun. That was fun. Uh, he he annihilated Brock Lesnar again. Yeah, humiliated again. him. So that uh, and we know that feud now is is going to be going to WrestleMania. That got a so. pop out of me. I was like, "Oh boy!" I didn't. I didn't think they'd do it again. I thought that Lesnar would eliminate him, and then Lesnar would get eliminated by Taker or something. Right. So but. now there's there's no way that. Um, well, Goldberg, now it's official. Go, yeah. So. There's no way that Goldberg beats Lesnar at WrestleMania, right? Well, I don't know. The match has just now been made official, even yep. though everybody has seen it coming for the past right. six months. But uh, you know, you never know. I, I I guess we don't know, man. What if Goldberg just squashed him again? How <laughs> hilarious would that be? Uh, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd, enjoy, I'd laugh and laugh and laugh. Right. I, I laughed when Roman Reigns came out because I thought, they are not going to put him over here again, are they? Nope, they're going to do it. And they didn't. <laughs> but I laughed at that sort of, It oh. was close, though. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, my mind's about to snap in half right now if they do this. So about to come unglued. But 
Yeah, so that was the Royal Rumble show. Overall, pretty entertaining show with yes. some uh, some definite high and low points. And it got even better on Raw. Jameson, this is a weird week for me because I think I liked Raw more than SmackDown. Did you? Well, yeah. We haven't said that too much on this podcast. I have not said that ever, I don't yeah. think, since SmackDown went live. But, <laughs> yeah, it was shockingly good. Um, oh, yeah, it was a great show. It um, I didn't exactly know where they were going with the last hour. It seemed like... Um, I mean, they built a lot around Seth Rollins and Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, and then I, I, you knew that um, they were well. Lesnar came out to start the the third hour or the second hour, and uh, but hey, it worked. I'm I'm happy. You know, I love the the talking segments. I was thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, Grant's probably pissed right now because they're not actually wrestling. It's just a lot of talking. No, going no, on. no, no, no. Don't don't pay me as that guy. <laughs> I actually okay. Let's the show started with a talking segment that I loved. I really enjoyed this opening interaction. It was Owens and Jericho, all smiles, because they out they outsmarted everybody because Kevin Owens is able to be a smart, capable human being who knows how WWE works, and he contracts Braun Strowman to beat up Reigns in return for a championship shot. And then when Braun calls him out for it, he denies it. And then Braun is the smartest man in the building because he actually has evidence that Kevin yeah. Owens promised him a title shot. And then when they have their match, he immediately power palms Jericho through a table. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, the, and who would have thought Braun would be smart enough to roll the footage and and remember uh, Kevin Owens, you know, saying that he does, he's going to get a championship match. Which did did you think there was any shot that that uh, Braun was gonna was gonna go over and actually hold the belt at the end of the night? I honestly questioned it a little bit. Part of me thought that they would. Because And I, I was sort of hoping that they would because Braun Strowman suddenly became my favorite character. He became the kind – he became a little bit like Goldberg. He, didn't, yeah. he wasn't into, oh, so-and-so screwed me or I'm owed this or this title opportunity. He just comes in and he's smarter and better than everybody else. And he's going to win one of these days until this Roman Reigns comes out to punch him because – he screwed over Roman Reigns the previous night. So it all makes so much sense. I feel like this is what they were going for with the Ryback character, but Braun Strowman is 100 times better than Ryback. So it works out. Yeah. Don't you feel like that's that's kind of where they're going? That's the, the, the big guy that's going to destroy everybody. But Braun's actually got some character, and you actually believe that he's he could roll over anybody at any time. Yeah, you buy it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Braun's going to quit and then talk about how terrible WWE is, is on his podcast. I hope but, not. Uh, I hope not. But, yeah, Braun Strowman is doing a heck of a job for uh, the, the way that they're booking him is great. What he's doing with how he's being booked is great. It's, it's just good stuff all the way around. So let's keep going here. All right. Um, Sami Zayn defeated Chris Jericho. Um, pretty good match overall. Um, let's get to – let's see. There wasn't – Overall, too much that went down in terms of wrestling. The wrestling wasn't bad. Right, that's what I'm saying. There was a lot of it was a big talking show. Yeah. Well, what? let's get to my actually my actual favorite talking segment of the night was Neville as the king of the cruiserweights, and Rich Swan interrupts him, but not to call him a jerk or to make fun of his accent or his height or anything. He just wants to congratulate him and saying that he might not agree with him, but he respects him and he goes to shake his hand. But because Neville's a heel, it's not enough for him. <laughs> and then they get into a fight, and then Swan fires up and beats him up. And uh, then they get into a brawl, and it's, it's that's how you book a face, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's acknowledging that he got beaten, and uh, then but it's not enough for Neville. Neville's got to be the best all the time, so it's right. 
It was uh, it was so effective. I wonder if someone else came in and wrote it for him. I don't know. <laughs> it was so good. It was good, and I, I think the cruiserweight division's in a lot um, better hands right now. Now that Neville is holding the title, he's obviously the real deal. Now that he is uh, a heel, he's in the cruiserweight division. He's at the top of the division. Um, I think it's going to definitely get more people like myself who weren't exactly all for the cruiserweights and what they were doing. I think it's going to get people more excited. Yeah. I, and I hope it gets the fans more excited because they couldn't possibly be less excited. Oh, no, that that I'm glad you brought that up. That crowd uh, was absolutely dead. Yeah. The, I don't know. I can't even pronounce or never even heard of the town they were in in Texas, Lorado or whatever it was. But they were completely <laughs> <Close> dead. <enough. laughs> they, they were they were dead the entire night, I feel like. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm not sure what it was. Um, you could have heard a pin drop during that cruiserweight segment. Yeah. I uh man, I was I was even more wrong than I thought I was about Neville being the cruiserweight champion. I feel kind of bad about that, but not because I was wrong, but because people just aren't excited to see these guys. Yeah, it's and I, it's not Neville's fault. Obviously, he's he's All the right. best part. He's the best thing I have in the division, right? As we mm-hmm. speak. Um, but it's something. Maybe it's the. It's got to be the purple ropes. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. That is the problem. And the lighting that they do, yeah. and yeah, and, and all that stuff. That's that's got to be it. And uh, anyway, uh, let's keep going here. Nia Jax uh, killed poor Sasha again. Slammed her into the ring post violently. Uh, squashed her and squashed her, and didn't stop until Bailey came out and kind of, yep, kind of didn't, sa- didn't like, help stood her. Stood into the ring next to her, and I guess that was enough. I mean, Nia Jax was asking for uh, a super kick to the face, and Bailey like just crouched in the corner, like hoping she'd leave. And for some reason, Nia Jax did. But moral support for Sasha Banks. My goodness. First of all, not smart on Sasha Banks' part for going. Why would you want another match with her when your knee's obviously not 100? Yeah. Uh, percent Who who medically cleared her to compete? Yeah, seriously. Who are that guy mon- in the back, We're like really? Who You're are gonna are let these this happen? Monsters. But uh, yeah, hopefully, I, I I don't know where this is going for Nia Jax. Is I mean, she going to be the next women's champion? I don't think so. So I, I just, I don't know. I feel don't like know. they're stagnant in the middle there. Well, the next women's champion is definitely going to be Bailey because she pinned Charlotte again tonight in that uh, mixed gender tag that they had, which is some fun. And uh, Handsome Rusev has caught on, which I'm thrilled about. <laughs> uh, that's exciting. We had a tornado tag match where it was uh, Rusev, unfortunately, took the pin. I love the tornado um, tag match. They need more was, of those. That was fun. I'm glad someone made fun of Jinder Mahal's veins because they are a little ridiculous. He is unrealistically jacked. I think he, he needs like to take some some sort of uh, performance-enhancing drug test because <laughs> he, looks, he looks a little unhuman. But They, they need a wellness policy. <laughs> I don't, you know, bit. I don't think they're actually worried about Jinder Mahal. I just think they just let him do what he wants. <laughs> just because they don't care yeah. about Jinder Mahal, they just let him get away <laughs> right. with it. I hope that's not the case because that's super bad for you. But, uh, I mean, I hope that it makes him a little bit better at wrestling is all I have to say because I've never been the, the biggest Jinder Mahal fan. Uh, is, is there Jinder Mahal fans out there? I don't I don't want to say that there isn't because okay. I don't know. All right. But, all right, let's get into the most important part of this and then hit SmackDown. Um, Triple H came out and played a total baby face and said how he didn't really want to be this guy who comes out and denies people opportunities, but Seth Rollins forced him to, which is – 100% correct. Not even that's not even just me wanting to be the the contrary guy who who likes the heels better, but he had a, a lot of good things to say. Rollins said a lot of stuff about he and his wife. Uh Rollins got called out to the ring and Samoa freaking Joe killed him. Yes, he did. He did kill him, but we finally see Triple H on Raw. It took how many months of begging to finally see Triple H on Raw and then 
We don't even get to see a confrontation. We just see Seth Rollins get demolished by Samoa Joe, which if you're going to de- debut a guy, yeah, that's a fine way to do it. I'm not against that. But uh, I was still would have liked to just see a face-to-face or possibly a pedigree from one of the two, Seth Rollins or Triple H. But I'm honestly glad they didn't. They okay. can save that stuff to make you want to see it next time. Yeah, that's so maybe, you tune yeah. in next week. There you and go. You, well, you don't buy the pay-per-view anymore. You got the network. That's but, right. Uh, so you can, you know, tune into the network when that's going on. But Samoa Joe looking like a killer. He's up from NXT, first two-time NXT champ, former TNA star, former Ring of Honor. Really super happy to see him on the roster. He is a killer, and he has graded his job. Uh, unfortunately, it appears that Seth Rollins is legit injured from that attack. Uh, he had that's an nice. incident with his knee, and he's getting it medically checked out uh, now so there's no word on whether or not he's re-injured it or what the scale of the injury is but apparently things are not going great <laughs> well, and, Rich, and Rich Swan is also apparently hurt his foot uh, was apparently injured on Raw well let's hope nothing against Rich Swan. hopefully he's fine too but let's really hope that Seth Rollins is not seriously hurt because he can't miss another Wrestlemania yeah good god I hope he's not hurt that would be awful I could not handle another WrestleMania without one of our top So we will we ever see Triple H again in the next six weeks, or is that it? See, if that's if that's it, if we don't see Triple H again until, I don't know, March or somewhere in that time, I don't I don't like what they did tonight. If or on Monday night. If if he's back in a couple weeks and he explains what's going on or Seth Rollins continues to call him out, then I'll be happy with it. But we he can't just disappear again. Exactly. Uh, well, yeah, you can. Um, they, they, they might do that. You don't, you don't know. I see the look on your face right now. I well, don't, I don't I want just, it to. Ha- I don't want it to happen either. But I'm just trying to think of. I mean, we've waited this long. How long ago was it? Uh, like we said, September when he when Triple H handed the title to Kevin Owens. This was his first time on Raw since then, right? Yeah. And we we don't get. He, it was great promo, epic promo from Triple H. Loved it. But then we don't get Seth Rollins and Triple H in the ring together. I don't know. We gotta. We gotta see. I want to see a little bit more. But it, it's. It is an interesting way to debut Samoa Joe, his NXT guy, Triple H's guy. So that, that all works. But I really hope we don't have to wait another six weeks to see Triple H on Raw again. Yeah, and I really hope we don't have to wait another six months to see Rollins wrestle again. Yeah, um, that's true. That's the most important part. Hopes and prayers. So man. what's Samoa Joe gonna do next week? Is this the fast line? Um, or whatever the next pay-per-view is for Raw, is this the feud? Is it going to be Rollins and Samoa Joe? I don't know. That'd be a fun way to introduce Joe. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see Joe squash, uh, in this order, Enzo Amore, <laughs> James Ellsworth, and then Dean Ambrose. Oh, why Dean Ambrose? It's because he needs to, he needs to <laughs> But Samoa Joe's on Raw. It doesn't matter. Okay. He's so good. He can he can go to either brand. He could talk to Triple H about it, actually. He could swing that. That's true, yeah. It's so, his guy. It's his guy. Yeah. There's my fantasy booking for the week. So, um, SmackDown uh, kicked off with everybody talking about John Cena being the 16-time champ. They had a couple of really good video packages, set up a match between Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles for the main event. Cena came out and cut a very shockingly humble promo about how he was wrong about Styles and respects him. And then that brought out Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, and then Luke Harper took Cena's side in the ring, which led to a tag team match. So, yeah, interesting. very efficient opening. They got a lot done. They did. They got a lot done, a quick amount of time. Interesting tag match, and it seems like Harper's still a little in a trance from Bray Wyatt. He doesn't exactly know how to handle the situation, but... That was such a good storytelling It was. Thing. Like, they sold their uneasy alliance, like, because they were brothers, but now they're not sure where they stand. 
So that was very, very good on, especially Harper from the acting, just physical and his facial expressions and his psychotic eyes. <laughs> he's so good. No, yeah, he's great. I love Harper. I, I wish the crowd was a little bit more behind him, but uh, yeah, he's he's doing good in this role. Um, I, I loved hearing the uh, um, a competitors will have an elimination chamber match. That's a good lineup there. Yeah, a good SmackDown lineup for that match. Yeah, um, really but, interesting. And they let see. us know that right off the bat too, right away. Exactly. We didn't wait two weeks to find out. <laughs> yeah. What well, is in two weeks? But we didn't have a bunch of qualifying matches. We just took our top guys and put them in a match. That's how it should be. It's a wrestling show. We understand <laughs> that some wrestlers are on a different level. We had a Carmella squash with some James Ellsworth assistance again. Uh, we had Dolph Ziggler beat Kalisto again, uh, and, a, and Apollo Cruz came and chased him off. Um, we had a tag match between it was Naomi and Becky Lynch, and Becky Lynch uh, got Mickey out of the ring, and then Naomi took Bliss down with the split-legged moonsault again for Another. the second night in a row, or not the second night in a row, but the second night in the same week in Pinder. Two out of three nights. Yeah, they. that's another pin for Naomi. I'm talking about getting a push, huh? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And then we had a mess with the tag teams. I had no idea what was going on. Me either. <laughs> Absolutely no clue. I mean, I'm happy American Alpha are champions. They're really good at wrestling. They did make a good point, though. They haven't, I mean, they haven't really been defending them uh, in the last couple weeks. It exactly. Like. What's been going on? Um, but, uh, so who's, and, and then we we still didn't find out who they're going to be defending them against. We don't know who the number one contender is. I know Rhino and well, Slater were in they're the they're ring throw together. Them but. all into one match was the, was the solution there. No. So I have no idea how much depth this Elimination Chamber card is going to have, but... Interesting decision there, especially since you have uh, what is it, five or six in the elimination chamber. It's a crazy, right. it's a crazy decision to put so many people in so few matches. But I digress. Anyway, we have our main event, which is very, very good. Uh, we've seen this match before. I was happy to see an Ellsworth free AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose match. Uh, we had a <laughs> seven-man commentary team tonight. We had Baron Corbin and the Miz. The Miz could have replaced all of them. He was so good. It was good. Corbin wasn't uh, commentary is not his thing. Yeah, he's, even he's, though he's, he's great a, at everything else, he's but. a presence guy. Yeah, his presence, not his uh, ability to uh, put over things on commentary, which mm. the Miz is great at. No, yeah, he Miz thrives in that role. But um, yeah, great great match between Dean Ambrose and uh, AJ Styles. Yeah, and we didn't even have all the competitors beat each other up. They didn't come out and interrupt each other's promos. We just had. Baron Corbin and The Miz and Styles and Ambrose here, and uh, we had Styles getting the Styles Clash to win, which I thought was the right choice, and then we have The Miz got in the ring and beat up Ambrose because they were feuding before Royal Rumble, and then Baron Corbin beat him up because he thinks he's the best ever, so very efficient SmackDown. They got a lot done, and I'm very happy that so much is in place because we had no idea what Elimination Chip was going to look like before tonight, and now we have a pretty good idea. And Baron Corbin stood tall at the end of the night. He, he was did. he was the last man standing in that ring, which is uh, well, he uh, eliminated like, Strowman. On he did. Sunday, he so. did. That's also big, big news. But we're starting to learn some some things about WrestleMania and what what some of the feuds are going to be. And um, yeah, it's just a, it's a good good time, good fun time uh, as a wrestling fan. And hopefully the card works out. I don't know. There's some. There's, I have some skepticism, but. They got me pretty excited about Elimination Chamber. Yeah, the Elimination Chamber is going to be going to be a lot of fun. That match by itself, because we hadn't seen that in a couple years, right? They they took that away. Well, I remember <clears throat> they had it last year, the year before, okay. but not with nearly this much on the line. No, no, yeah, there's a lot on the line. Yeah, it's the main event at Mania potentially. Main event at Mania, because uh, Randy Orton's not in the match, and he's probably going to be facing whoever wins this match. So yeah, you're right there. Now, 
early, way too early predictions here. Will they take the title off of Cena as quick as they put it on him? I don't know. Uh, it seems to be more about having him tie Ric Flair's record and eventually break it, which I think they're going for, than actually holding the title for any amount of time. So I highly doubt he will go into WrestleMania as champion. Right. But like we said, right. the, the possibility of Cena Orton, as uh, it's a definite big money match. I don't know how good it's going to be, but it could be happening. So... Uh, Really just going to have to stay tuned, but I highly doubt he will be champ going into WrestleMania. All right, that's your prediction. There you go. Grant, yeah. Grant said it you first. You know how good I am at making <laughs> predictions, Jameson. So uh, I predicted so much stuff about the Rumble, and all of it was wrong. It was We're all, used to that, It though, was all right? wrong, yeah. But me that. specifically, like I went all out on those predictions. I wasn't wishy-washy at all. I was trying to call stuff after the Rumble and WrestleMania. No, you were on fire. It's all a, about just the, the momentum that you had. People didn't even remember who you picked. They just knew you were making strong takes. That's what that's what counts. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Wins and losses don't matter. It's about how hard you try. That's right. If that, you've learned anything from WWE. <laughs> perfect. That's, that's You put it perfectly there. Alright, I think that's a pretty good place to end it for tonight. Okay. So, uh, follow us on Twitter at RingmasterCMU. I'm Grant LaFay for Jamison Galloway. We will see you later down the road to WrestleMania. Peace out, Marks. Guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus.